And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Dagger. How's everybody doing? Happy Tuesday. I hope everybody had a good day off. For those of you that were off yesterday uh, in observance of MLK Day, and for those of you that worked yesterday, it's just another Tuesday for you, uh, another Monday yesterday. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to recap uh, the Lightning's 5-2 win over the Blackhawks on Friday. Decided to have this uh, done here instead of uh, on Friday uh, or Saturday, just because of the fact that you know they weren't going to be playing against Dallas this weekend. So a little bit of a layoff uh, until we get out of the game this upcoming Thursday against the Columbus. We'll get into all of that in just a little bit, but first, just want to remind you that today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the pro best protein bar. In the world, so go to builtbar.com. Use promo code Locked On. You'll get twenty percent off your next order. All right. So, first thoughts of this game. I thought the Lightning played very well. I thought the Blackhawks played very well, uh, regardless of what the score was. Yes, it was five two, and uh, especially the goaltender Delia. I thought Delia. I, I always pronounce it De- uh, Delia, but Delia. Uh, I thought he played pretty well. Obviously, he's going to go out there and and play very well just because uh, him and Subban uh, first two games of the season it seems like that the, the Blackhawks are going to be trying to see who's wants to take this the the first starting goalie spot so obviously you know these two will be fighting at all season long and they'll definitely be uh, tough goalies to face off against uh, but yeah uh, it, it was kind of the same story in this game as we saw in the first game in the the banner night was the Blackhawks played pretty well uh, all things considered, uh, you know, with them missing quite a few key players on their team, as as well as just not really having a concrete goalie behind them, and just their their D men, there it was just not good. Um, you know, we saw it in the first game as well. Is that the the defensemen did not provide, or just you know the the guys in front of the goalie did not provide a lot of protect, protection. Uh, we saw it in, in the first game. We saw a lot more of it in this game. Uh, the Lightning were able to do whatever they wanted to do, whenever they wanted to do, when it came to being active in the slot. And obviously, as we all know, for those you know who are diehard uh, hockey fans, or maybe some of you who are just getting into the sport of hockey, uh, basically that is a recipe for disaster if you are the team who is allowing that to happen. Uh, so... And, and the Lightning on top of that have just dominated the Blackhawks uh, in their last 10 games. Uh, they've, they've, been, they've gone 9-0-1 against the Blackhawks. So that just shows you how, how well they play against these guys. And, you know, they, they do have Chicago's number. So that's definitely, you know, believe it or not, that is something that does factor into these games, uh, depending on how this team plays. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. In the first period, uh, good scoring chance early on uh, for McDonough in the slot. 
and this is something that we I've noticed since this playoffs and what Coach Cooper has been doing more and more often is he's been allowing his D-men to really uh, play up and be involved in a lot of the offensive chances. Uh, and, and we saw it especially against uh, Columbus uh, when that all first started as to, you know, how well that really does work. Uh, we saw, you know, it for probably one of the most notable defensemen that actually this benefit the most, it was definitely Victor Hedman. Uh, he scored quite a few goals throughout the playoffs because of this. And, and so, you know, I guess right now it's more so the, the, the idea or the outlook of, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's just continue what we were doing uh, in the playoffs uh, that got us the cup. So, you know, obviously they're continuing this aggressive style of play. Of course, the thing this team needs to look out for, obviously, when playing that style of play is the fact that, you know, it, it will, um, you won't be as prepared to get back on, on the break, especially if you have a turnover in the neutral zone or in, in the attacking zone. So that's the one thing that obviously the, the, the lightning demon do need to uh, be aware of. And I'm sure they, they've been told that many times when playing this style of play. Um, so Chicago had a couple of good chances, put up some good pressure on the net, uh, really made Vasilevsky work for it early on. Uh, but, you know, the first eight minutes, not a lot of clean possessions for either team. Uh, yeah, both teams were getting off shots here and there, but nothing too crazy to where both goaltenders were really working hard early on. I mean, they were active, but they weren't exactly going crazy out there uh and, and yes the, the the issue with this with the clean possessions and the bouncing pucks is that that could lead to cheap goals we saw that in the last game with the the goal uh for the blackhawks uh that bounced off strom and passed vasilevsky without him knowing um and then delia delia <laughs> made some pretty tough saves uh all things considering like i said early on that you know chicago d was just not playing well at all in this point uh, just allowing the Lightning to, you know, there was a couple of sequences there where the Lightning were allowed to just skate into the slot and just without anybody approaching them uh, or without any um, confrontation and allowing them to take shots uh, from that that point, which obviously if you're a Chicago Blackhawks fan, which you're not if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you were probably pulling your hair out of your head. Uh, Sorelli had a couple of good breakaway chances in this game. Uh, the first one, especially in the first period, I think he should have buried that one. Uh, you know, hitting hitting uh, Delia right in the chest. Uh, you got to put up a better shot than that, especially when, uh, yeah, you have the defender right on your tail. But I don't think there was anything really being done right then and there in that play, in which uh, it inhibited maybe Sorelli doing you know a move or two to to shake him. So at twelve twenty eight, uh, Tampa gets their first power play. Had some good chances. Didn't really hit the net. Uh, this is the thing that I stressed all last year was the fact that Tampa needs to take a chance, uh, take advantage of their power play chances. Um, they didn't, ha- they didn't score uh, one power play goal in this game, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, obviously, you can't score one in every single game. But uh, you know, they did, they did have three chances. So obviously, that's something you know you, you do at least want them to to capitalize on at least one of those. So at 15:46, great shot by Gord. Uh, on the rush, better and, and just a better save by by De, uh, Delia. Uh, if you go back and look at this at fifteen forty six, I mean he he played that rush very well. So you know he there was times where he he looked like he was a little rattled, but uh, on that play he looked 
very he played he played the puck very well on that, and you know you just have to tip your cap to to Deli on that. So, and also a shout out to Barkley Goodrow on that play, just a great pass to set up Gord. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, obviously the the play didn't turn out the way we all wanted to. Uh, a little later on, I, I think I was maybe it was a little after this play, a few sequences later on, uh, Sergachev got banged up. And he was favoring his left leg, but he stayed in the game. But that's a little something maybe to keep an eye on going forward and, you know, how he reacts. You know, uh, But at the same time, um, you know, the fact that the Lightning have so much time off, and, and I'm sure Coach Hooper is going to give them some time off from practice here and there to just maybe maybe just recuperate that. If it's anything that's really lingering, obviously, if Sergachev is going to go, if he's able to go, he's going to go. So 49 seconds left uh, in the first and Vazzy sticks out his pad to deny uh, Kershev to keep the game scoreless. Uh, it's a great save. I mean, it's just a testament to how good of a goaltender Andre Vasilevsky is. And just, you know, his size uh, plays such a huge part and his success just sticking out that big leg. Uh, so, yeah, scoreless game at the end of the first. And, yeah, uh, we got ourselves a hockey game. Uh, the Blackhawks really came out to play in this one. And we're probably going to see this. Uh, as the season goes on is that, you know, it's a, it's a lot different kind of a format and scheduling than we've had in previous years, of course, you know, with the back-to-back matchups. But uh, teams are definitely going to be playing with a lot more emotion out there, especially uh, if they've lost, you know, a game prior or something didn't, you know, go their way or there was some sort of drama. But, yeah, that's definitely something to keep an eye out for, um, you know, and it's definitely going to play a factor in some of the outcomes of this this season. Uh, so we're going to talk about the second period in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Bet Online AG. The NFL playoffs are still going on. NHL season has kicked off, but unfortunately, college football is over with. Uh, we do have college basketball coming up in a couple of months, so there, that's something to look forward to. But you know, why wait till then? You got hockey and football right now, and the NBA. So go ahead and throw some money on it. Make those games a little bit more interesting. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. And also go visit our friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Remember to sign up for a free account and use that promo code Locked On for your free bonus. All right, moving on to the second period. All right, so. Lightning get lucky on their first goal of the game. Uh, just a terrible, terrible turnover by Delia on this behind the net. Uh, at 225, he he picks up the net. He picks up the puck behind the net, not really not realizing Stamkos is right there, trailing Duncan Keith to come get the puck. Stamkos steals the puck and sets up Palat for an easy one timer right on the slot. If you look at the replay, um, Delia did get back in net. Uh, and almost did save this if, if you know, Palat should have maybe raised it a little bit, but he shot it right in. It did deflect off Delia. So, you know, at least, you know, a little bit A for effort on that. But still not sure what was worse on this. Uh, Delia turning it over in the way he did or falling over trying to get back in position. So still not a good look uh, there for him or, you know, making his case as possibly the next starting goalie, uh, full-time starting goalie. Uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks. So right after that, and this is kind of what we saw with each goal from either team, was that uh, 
whichever teams scored immediately afterwards started to turn on the pressure and had a huge burst of momentum right afterwards. And, you know, I did mention before about how the D playing up uh, really, you know, and being involved uh, was really making a big deal in, in this offense. And, and you really saw some action from Chernak and McDonough uh, creating and taking chances right after this. You saw some on some scoring chances right after the goal. Uh, and then not too much later at 443, Kloren gets a pass from Johnson in the high slot and goes top shelf. Uh, just a all-star type caliber shot, uh, whatever, whatever kind of caliber you want to call it. Uh, this was a highlight real play uh, from Kalorn. The way he shot it, uh, the defender did provide some of a screen to him, so that was good. But still, the way the puck exploded off Kalorn's stick into the back of the net, uh, Delia had no chance to get this. Uh, Lightning are up 2 nothing at this point. Look to be in control, but the Chicago Blackhawks are going to start coming back soon. So definitely, you know, a team like that, you definitely don't want to sleep on them. So... Um, yeah, like I mentioned before, uh, Tampa, you know, at this point in the game, Tampa was doing a lot of business in the slot and, you know, really Chicago couldn't do anything about it. Uh, lightning were having their way pretty much all game, uh, doing business in the slot, taking shots from the slots. Uh, you saw it in the chlorine goal, uh, how easily it was enough for him to go in and, and do what he needed to do and, and score that goal, which is, was surprising as, you know, we only had the, the lightning only had four, uh, five, five goals last uh that game but you know still uh you beggar you can't fault them i mean you know they're not gonna go out there and drop five goals or more every game so you know lightning fans do need to enjoy this offensive output while they while they can because it will unfortunately go down probably in this columbus series uh which we'll talk about at the end of the show so at 8 11 uh scramble to clear the puck after good throws it on net and coleman ultimately jams it in uh and chicago did challenge uh, for goalie interference, uh, I I see that there was possibly some evidence, but at the end of the day, it wasn't like concrete. So of course, you know that being that, um, you know the Chicago loses the challenge, and Tampa Bay goes on the penalty after the failed challenge. So the, Tampa's up three nothing after this. Uh, yeah, it was I didn't. It was one of those things that happened in live action where I didn't see. Coleman jamming in uh, right then and there, which was why I was a little confused as to when they, they signaled for the goal on it. But, you know, a goal is a goal. And, you know, obviously looking at the replay, he did did put it in. So, and then at 1329, uh, off the faceoff, Goodrow gets called for tripping, uh, just trying to just fight for position off the faceoff. Uh, you know, the thing that I've stressed in the past, and I'm not going to get too crazy about it this season just yet. We're going to is the fact that, Lightning do take a lot of penalties. They took four in this one. And you don't want to give a team like the Chicago Blackhawks any any chances to get back into this game, which they did. They did make a game out of this. Uh, at 14-20, Dylan Strom sets up uh, uh, Alex Brinkett with a beautiful one-timer. Uh, nothing Vasilevsky could do on this. Uh, just, just a beautiful pass and shoot on that play. And, you know, Lightning fans do get a little bit uh, spoiled with Vasilevsky make, uh, making every save. But really, you know, at this point... Uh, you know, Vasilevsky can't save them all, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, and then a little later on at 16-11, Patrick Kane gets the pass from Debrinket, uh off the turnover and just an easy backhander past Vasilevsky. I mean, another prime example of where Vasilevsky couldn't do much on this play just because of the fact, you know, Patrick Kane is still top 10 best player in the league. So, you know, really, and to take a shot like that, that shows you he's still got it. He's only 32 years old. 
So, you know, this is going to be something that the Lightning are going to have to defend against all season long, which is not going to be fun, but and especially not for Lightning fans. But it, it's it really is uh, it, it really is cool to see a guy like that still, you know, playing at this high level uh, after so many years doing something like that. So, you know, you just have to sit there and admire uh, the talent level of Patrick Kane and what he brings to the table uh, on a nightly basis. So at this point, the Lightning are still up three to two, but the the Blackhawks have a ton of momentum, and the Lightning need to definitely uh, <laughs> quell this quell this storm because you know it's you definitely don't want to blow this lead after being up three nothing. Uh, but yeah, so uh, a little shortly after, it kind of seems like it's starting to fall apart for the Lightning. Kloran uh, gets called for interference, uh, and just you know. Vasilevsky is called on once again to make some big saves and making a big save at the end of the second period as time expires. And it couldn't have come at a better time considering the Blackhawks were playing with a ton of momentum and the, the Lightning didn't know what to do with all of it, uh, didn't know how to stop it. So, you know, a very lucky time in the game for the Lightning to really, uh, you know, go into the dressing room, get ready for the third period. And, and you know, hopefully the Blackhawks uh, cool off in which they did. But the Lightning still have to kill that Kaloran penalty to start off the third period, which they did. And then at 2.09 points gets two minutes for holding. So the Lightning are right back on the power play, right where they started. And, uh, you know, the one of the big factors in this game, if you really want to look back and look at something that really helped the Lightning out a lot. Obviously scoring the five goals and taking advantage of just the bad defense uh, from the Chicago Blackhawks did play a huge factor. But the other thing that was really stood out to me in this game was that Coleman good row PK line. Uh, did a fantastic job creating pressure in the neutral zone, not allowing Chicago to get anything going or any momentum or speed going into the zone. So, uh, you know, that was a huge deal, something that really we saw a lot in the playoffs as well. Um, so, you know, like I said, it, I think I said in the last episode, was the fact that the Lightning are doing a lot of things that won them a cup. So, you know, why stop doing it just because it's the regular season? So, you know, that's good to see that they – after especially just a long layoff uh, with the re- with the the regular season starting later, um, and just everything going on with COVID, it's it's glad to see it's it's good to see that the the Lightning are kind of picking up where they left off in the playoffs. But yeah, so after that, uh, the Lightning draw their third power play. Uh, Headman gets the hooking penalty. So at thirteen thirty two, Gord scores his first goal of the season, gets the pass from Coleman in the high slot on the rush and just whistles one pass, a slap shot past Delia, uh, Delia, uh, which is going to make it 4-2 at this point. And then a little later on, a little over four minutes later, Stamkos rips a laser from the circle on the rush, his second of the season. Uh, go back and look at this play, this shot. Uh, the puck explodes off a of Stamkos stick. Uh, he looks incredible. Uh, I, I am very impressed of how well he looks right now. Uh, you know, I, I did voice a lot of concern for his condition coming into the season and how he was going to be able to play. And so far, he looks great. You know, granted, it is only two games, but still, I mean, he has impressed the hell out of me with the way he's played and the way he, he's really helped his team. I mean, one of the things that really stood out to me in this game was the fact that he is able to draw three defenders at one at some points during the game on the rush to where it leaves a lot of guys open uh, for opportunities. So, and, and a little stat by Stamkos is that that's his, 
you know, he's had one point in his last 18 games. So that's 18 consecutive games with a point, including the playoffs. So he is just playing at a high level. You know, it's just a matter of him staying healthy and, and all that. So, but the Lightning do improve the 2-0 and on the season. Um, you know, it was kind of expected, I think. I think a lot of people expected them to take these first two games. And, and you know, they do have some time off now. Hopefully they don't cool off and they just pick off where they left off. Uh, they'll have Columbus on Thursday uh, and then Carolina coming up after that on on the 26th and the 29th. Uh, so they have a little mini road trip coming up and then they'll be back home on the 30th to end the, the month in that Na- uh, against Nashville. So definitely check that out. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a good stretch uh, to see how they play against teams that are a little bit up in their level. Uh, Columbus and Carolina, of course, and Nashville's had a good start off to the season. I believe they're two and zero right now as well. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll preview a little bit of the. I'll preview a little bit of uh, the next game in just a few moments. But first, let's talk about the other sponsor for today's show, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They got eighteen amazing flavors, six new ones coming out. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. You could lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. The favorite flavor of this show, and will always be the favorite flavor of this show, is toffee almond. So go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so just the end of the show right here. Uh, yeah, so the Lightning do have Columbus coming up on Thursday, which is... Like I said, it could probably be, and I think I said it when we spoke about about the the, the schedule when we first opened up, was that this is going to be their first test of the season. Uh, there's probably going to be some maybe animosity on Columbus's part, considering how things ended in the playoffs. But uh, they're going through some stuff right now. I believe uh, there's some drama going on with Pierre Luc uh, Dubois. Uh, I think he wants out of Columbus. I think you know sometimes I was talking with some people uh, that I know and. You know, we, we were going back and forth saying, you know, it, it could be very well because of John Tortorella, just how his coaching style It's He has that mentality, you know, take it or leave it kind of uh, coaching style. And we, you know, we, we saw it here in, in Tampa throughout his tenure and as well as up in New York and, you know, Vancouver. And, you know, it's not for everybody. But, yeah, we, we saw it most notably recently with Anthony Duclair and, you know, how he basically ran him out of Columbus. And sometimes, yeah, Torres could get a little carried away with things and how he approaches situations with players. But, you know what, that's not a problem for the Lightning right now. The Lightning just have to worry about, you know, going into this game, playing well, doing everything they did well against the Blackhawks. And I think they should be fine. I, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who Columbus has in net for these games. Uh, I believe we'll probably see both goaltenders, uh, Merziklas and uh, Corpusalo. We all remember what Corpusalo did uh, in game one, especially of the playoffs last year against the Lightning. But I don't think that's really something that's going to be really a big deal or, you know, maybe the storyline. They, they will mention it on the broadcast, but it won't be something that will be hovering over the game, especially if the Lightning don't get off to a good start. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back later this week. I mean, we'll be back on every day this week, uh, but we'll be back with a recap once that game concludes. Uh, in future shows, um, just a little announcement that we will be having a little raffle uh, as the nature of the raffle. It'll be starting in February. So keep an eye on that. We'll be announcing it on our Twitter page at LO underscore lightning. 
Uh, we'll drop a little graphic on the Instagram page as well at locked on underscore lightning. Uh, it's going to be celebrating the one year anniversary of this show. Uh, and so just keep an eye on that. We'll do a little raffle and, you know, the winner will, will get, you know, merch, some sort of lightning merchandise. Uh, we, we're, we're still debating what, what sort of, what sort of merchandise it's going to be with the lightning, but, uh, we'll, we'll give you more details as we go along, as we get closer to the date. So keep an eye out for that. And of course, like, and subscribe to this podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed, uh, you guys have been doing an incredible job downloading and, and playing and, and listening. And we couldn't thank you enough for this. And we're excited to be back for another season of Lightning Hockey on Locked on Lightning. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.